sounds may be perceived as color or color as odor. I, I knew that the boys smoked pot and they, they equally knew that I disapproved. I was free above the planet Earth. So it was rotating majestically below me. New Year in Australia. All right, now uh, live in the studio, we're joined tonight by uh, Sydney artist Axis. And uh, we're going to have a chat with Pete from Axis in a little bit. Uh, but to take us there, we're going to hear something live in the studio from Axis on FBI. <laughs> Thank you. 
We've just been listening to Axis performing live in the studio here on New Wear Australia with me, Stu Buchanan. And uh, Pete from Axis uh, is going to join us uh, in just a second and uh, going to be having a chat with him. And uh, hopefully we'll be hearing another live track from him in due course as well. How are you going, Pete? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, good. Thanks for that. Um, tell us about uh, tell us about the genesis of this project. Access. I, I guess part of the backstory is uh, your. Uh, I was going to say part of another project, but really the the other project is is also yours. And there's, I guess, a, a revolving group of musicians that perform with you, which is Psychic Date, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, Access kind of um, started off as a. Uh, it's, it's 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 like a writing project for me, really. I sort of formulate and write um, pieces um, on my own a lot, and uh, I kind of was really enjoying just exploring parts of them without sort of external interference, so to speak. Which is, you know, no sort of um, without disregard to anybody that I play with, <laughs> sure. but it's just. Uh, Sometimes uh, when you give yourself the time to start hearing other things that, that, that you know, you hear yourself on top of what you've already done, mm. um, I find it quite an interesting way to write now. And so, and then I, I wrote a few compositions when I spent a bit of time in New Zealand, uh, sort of through last year, and I was just really happy to present them um, in, in that kind of um, embryonic sort of state um, without trying to add things, even though, you know, even as we speak, I am sort of uh, working with my drummer on, uh, uh, on some of the Axis tracks, right. mainly kind of just for sort of live, live stuff. But, um, yeah. When Psychic Date was first kind of uh, birthed, were you the kind of main creative driving force, I suppose, behind that? I mean, was that something that was still very much coming from you to begin with and then augmented, or was it quite collaborative? Yeah. Um, I would say that it was it, it, it was a collaboration initially with mm-hmm. um, a, a guy called John Murphy, who um, um, is a you know quite a well-known percussionist and sort of musician in his own right he kind of he's living in Berlin now um, and uh, he's like an expat and he and I formed it Um, but when he uh, went overseas I kind of continued on 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 my own and started started um, incorporating other players and I've I've just kept it so but yeah I guess so musically it's um, been yeah my my bag for something like about 14 years now yeah right yeah and four albums now <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and you're just in the process of putting the f- the finishing touches to this fourth album right yeah. um no 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 um one two three no we've done four right, and i'm kind five. of starting i've just started a fifth one right yeah just started a fifth one which i'm really happy to be doing because it's kind of had a bit of a a hiccup and but now it's 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 you know it's fully underway and yeah um was there a decision at some point though to um i mean i i appreciate the sort of creative process you were 
kind of going through when um, you know this, the music that now forms part of the Axis project was being written, but was another sort of temptation to think this is a psychic date, this is psychic date material, or is it very clearly in your head being delineated as something that would sit apart from it? Well, as I say, I mean, Axis is a, is a, is a very new thing for me. It's mm. kind of only like about six months old. I kind of really only named it six months ago. <laughs> and um, I, 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 um, I, it's kind of undecided. I can probably see uh, these tracks maybe getting, um, you know, transmogrified into psychic date. Um, but then it, 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 it just depends. There's other people that I've been talking to who don't think I should do that yeah. um, and think I should just, you know, really sort of drive it as a as, as another thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, there's, 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 with what I write, there's, I've, I've got like a quite a, a lot... For some reason in the last few years, I've um, just been writing... Um, Prolifically, because I came out of like about a fifteen-year period of just doing impro music only. I never wrote a thing for fifteen years. Right. Um, you know, I got caught up in that early '90s sort of Zorn, No Wave sort of jazz fusiony noise stuff, and just really had no interest in in actually doing anything twice. Yeah, right. So I got all that kind of discipline that I used to have has has returned and yeah I'm really excited about writing and I've got a lot of material so (laughs) what was it that precipitated that change then that shift from um, you know from from an improvised process to uh, structured composition was there something particularly that that triggered Um, it or was it just really that you thought the time had come yeah yeah pretty much the time had come Um, I was yeah, I guess I was. It's not like I was getting bored because I still love doing impro and collaborations with people. I'm, I'm always up for that. Just jumping up mm-hmm. at any time, um, whether it's vocally or guitar-wise or drums, I don't give a shit. You know, I'll, I'm totally up for impro still. But I, I guess uh, it, it, it was just the um, um, it, it, was, it was wanting to record stuff um, and know. That you were going to get a result because you knew where it was where going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not so much yeah. know where it's going, yeah. but just sort of yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah g- know that you were um, working on stuff that you you were quite familiar with, and and yeah. then it's just it's it's like sort of you know classical musicians they learn these pieces and they go out and give a performance and they they have a fantastic performance one night, mm. maybe not so good the other, but yeah. they're always working on. The, the same sort of themes and, yeah. and and that 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 was pretty much the driving thing and also getting gigs that came to a stage where you know you, you couldn't really get shows just doing uh, impro uh, you know pub owners and club owners and a lot of people just yeah. were not that particularly enthused about having noise acts on mm-hmm. so was there a sense though that um, I mean with uh, with composition and with playing uh, composition regularly over and over again. I mean, you're you're giving yourself constraint. You're essentially saying these are the parameters in which, you know, the next ten minutes are going info- to are going to f- uh, fold out in this particular way because I know what this track is. I've, I've written this track before. 
but you obviously want to give yourself a little bit of space to to play yeah. with it to yeah. evolve it and take yeah. it forward yeah. but so do you now find it kind of more interesting to work then with those constraints then uh well I, I kind of compromise there, like as, as anybody that knows Psychic Date or has listened to us or comes to a show, I, I do um, incorporate sections which are impro, mm. um, usually like the tail end of a track or, sure. or if we get onto a, a, a good imp- improvisation section, we may end up just playing one track all night, you know, because yeah. it, it's just... So I, I, I still retain that mm. freedom to, um, I wouldn't say pull the plug actually, but just yeah, yeah. Uh, more like put the plug back in, you know, put that plug in. So it's always there, and even even within the compositions, the, the, there's sections written in there where... I kind of know what I'm going to do and other players know what we're doing, but we do retain this kind of freedom within it. Mm. And that's um, um, exciting, you know. Mm. It, 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 it makes the, 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 the show exciting. Even in the recording, like we've just done some recording and we, you know, had these sections where we did, you know, put in loops and... Uh, start improvising sections and and some of them have come up like well there's another track there suddenly mm. just stuff like that doing it and doing it in a in a you know like a, a world class you know BJB recording studio and and having something you think wow really well recorded as opposed to just doing it on stage and you mm. know never hearing it again yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean that that happens anyway, but yeah. it, it's nice to. That's that's the one good thing about I guess I'd have, or a number of good things. But one of the really good things is after all that those years of impro, having the uh, kind of confidence within yourself to go into a studio, even though you're paying money, like a lot of money, to uh, be there, but still r- thinking I can do this, and just opening it up and. Mm. Spending, you know, ten minutes just jamming and and mm. getting it getting it down and being pretty happy with the mm. result. And it's great having that confidence to know that you can step in the door that something's going to happen. By yeah, because session. if you if you've never been there, it's it's pretty daunting, you know, if you're sort of stumbling through things. But yeah. it's just a matter of like I don't know what it is. It's, it's 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 to me. I always say to people, it's creating space. You know, so many people they play so much. Uh, and try to jam so many things mm. into a section of music. Sometimes, if you just hold on to something, and, and the, the sound finds its own way mm. of uh, creating something. Mm. Now, when, when we were talking a couple of weeks back um, uh, about axes, there was I got the sense from you when we were talking that this is uh, potentially going to darker and noisier, and, and and certainly influenced by you know. Other sorts of sounds. I mean, we, you know, some of the discussion that, that we were having was certainly mm. around around areas of uh, of kind of doom and kind of black metal yeah, and so on. Yeah. Is there is 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 there a sense of some of that kind of sneaking in then to accents? Um, well, you probably maybe when you hear the next track, you might sense that there's a little bit of that <laughs> creeping in there. But it's it's something that I've always um, um, operated within. Um, like uh, the band that I was in a few years back called Whore, which was an impro unit. That had a very dark side to it Mm -hmm. and was not exactly metal, but sort of dark noise. Um, 
and yeah it's it's an area that I'm very familiar and comfortable in and possibly in the last few years or four or five years I haven't really explored it much but I've found in the last sort of six eight months or so that Mm. um, I've uh, heard some really good stuff dark ambient stuff that Mm. I've I've really enjoyed and seen some good metal shows and uh, yeah just really thinking yeah I, I really do love this music, and yeah. and it does have an effect on you. And yeah, like I say, some of, some of the stuff that I'm writing is is uh, much heavier than Psychic Date. Um, it's yeah. a it's a very interesting territory, I think, because um, you know that you you have potentially two uh, hitherto quite disparate communities or genres in effectively kind of. Uh, you know what what might be called uh, death metal, which then evolved into black metal or kind of ambient, mm. ambient black metal, ambient death metal, and doom, um, sludge, and so on. That that all of those sounds now you know seemingly inching toward more and more and more towards that kind of dark noise, dark ambient. You know, artists coming from a very different uh, position. Yeah, but yeah. actually sonically. It's a meaning of minds, and, That's and right. you know bands yeah. bands like Sun, for example, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, uh, or artists like Orin and Barchi are great examples of yeah. where those two just absolutely collide together. And yeah. It's, uh, yeah, something yeah. we're interested in and playing here on the show, and I think Breathing Shrine that we had on the show a couple of weeks ago is, yeah. a, is, is, yeah. a, is a great yeah. example of yeah. that. Yeah. Now, uh, un- yeah. un- unfortunately, we just we just missed um, uh, a couple of live shows um, that that you've been doing. That's right. Um, yeah. But um, perhaps uh, you were playing out this sort of stuff before too long. Yeah, yeah, I'm sort of talking to um, one um, club owner about putting a sound and vision night on there with because mm. Axis, uh, when when I play, I, I like to work with a VJ. I've got mm. two of them that I work with, and so it's a, it's an audio visual thing. It's not just uh, come along and come along and look at the guitar god. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's come along yeah. and ignore the guitar god and look at the visuals. <laughs> Yeah, um, good, good. So it's like that sort of thing. Yeah. And, um, uh, yeah, so I've got a, 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 a club and a pub that are, you know, willing to or seemingly willing to, um, you know, give us a shot. I'm just sort of working, uh, talking to other projects, uh, uh, other, uh, a band and, and another solo artist about... Um, you know, Fleshing coming on board yeah. and and yeah. just yeah, but it's it's important with those sort of things. You've really, you know, you've got to try and get a few people along uh, on the first night, um, or maybe the second night at least, anyway, and then and then you can build it from there because it's something that's kind of oh, it's not lacking. There's stuff here. It's just um, you know, um, I think there's room for more of it, particularly mm. in in places like Newtown, I mean there's quite a bit happening in Surrey Hills and in the city and that, like with the Good God Cub and stuff like that, there's, you know, but there's, there's not much happening over in my part of the woods so it's it's and, and it's it's an area where there's so many people that yeah. it's uh, right. would and, and should attend those sort of shows but yeah. the, 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 they're not being presented or, um, yeah they're done in such a half-assed way that um, you know, they don't really have yeah. any impact. And Interesting yeah well we'll look forward to uh, to them coming together and of course mm. uh, as and when they do we'll let you know here on New Weird Australia on AFBI um, Pete thanks very much for coming in you're going to um, play another track for us though I am yeah great yeah. okay 
FBI 94.5 and we're joined again by Axis live in the studio.
There'll be no work done today in Sydney. A million of us are on the move, swarming into the streets like bees in the sun. No. Weird. Australia.